Welcome to Wine Connoisseurs Rex Podcast from Psalm for the Day. It's another podcast that, like all other podcasts, is different than the rest. This is a podcast for people who like wine, want to like wine, or actually stop liking wine because people can be too annoying about it. I'm your host, Edward Cunley, and now it's time for another episode of Wine Connoisseurs Rex. Welcome back to another episode of Wine Connoisseurs Rex, the podcast that makes things a little bit more normal and weird at the same time. Uh, we're here, I'm here with uh, an idol of mine. This has been a <laughs> hell of a trip to New York because, I mean, so George and I met uh, a few months ago when I was getting a restaurant stood up, super pumped that I was able to bring in the weight sellers, uh, Rosé Pinot Noir. And so anyway, I'm going to pass it over to George Walker, the third, to give us a brief intro of who he is. But listen closely because this guy, I'm going to throw a couple things in there. He <laughs> is the voice and face, sorry, Dwayne, of uh, Wade Sellers across the country, <laughs> repping an incredible brand and business. Wine enthusiast, 40 under 40, um, like was knowing wine before he was 21, drinking it as soon as he turned 21, I'm sure. But anyway, George, thank you for being here. I'm going to pass it to you. This is awesome. Thank man, you. yo, wow. What an intro, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> this is great. You're nervous. I'm the one, I'm the nervous one, man. This is my whole body sweating. This is this is so cool, man. It's it's so amazing to be here in New York. Um, like you said, my name is George Walker the third. Um, thank you for throwing out my government. I love it. <laughs> Gotta have that third. But uh, so I am um, the the uh, national brand uh, ambassador for Wade Sellers, um, encompassing all things. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, there's not many of us uh, at Wade, so we kind of do we kind of all wear the hats, um, which is amazing, right? You know, we get to kind of play um, a hand in you know and everything that goes on, whether that be in marketing, branding, um, helping with wine production, um, of course, national sales. Um, you know, kind of the whole span of it, but uh, um, to the the jux of it, I'm I'm just a regular dude who loves food and 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 drinking. <laughs> yes, which is great. I mean, that's the I always like to point out whenever I get a chance to interview anybody, but especially people that I hold in such high regards. Heart is beating. You know, human being, right. real person, not yeah. some robotic, educated system. It's, right, you're a human, which right. is the point of all this. Is we all started somewhere with that first sip, that mm. first book, that first. My right. first pairing was actually Riesling and Salty popcorn. Oh, my God. That's perfect. I love that so much. <laughs> Whenever I say popcorn, people are like, Chardonnay. I was like, no, I couldn't uh, drink that at the time. It just wasn't ready. Um, but anyway, yeah. So human. And I, I, that's why I like to have the video here so people can see that we're right. actually yeah. interacting. But but you had a, a really cool path. You you went into you did a culinary class that kind of yeah. launched this for you. So you did get a little bit of I don't want to call it scientific experience. Yeah. But tell me a little bit about that because it was early in your life. A lot yeah. of people get into it and they're like 25, Com 30. Completely, completely. So I mean to be honest with you, I was just um a really shitty student um <laughs> in high school. <laughs> and, and I say that just to say that you know traditional education systems weren't necessarily meant for me. And when I say that I mean um looking at the you know traditional liberal arts aspect yeah. of um, learning, um, you know, I was more so um, better suited for, you know, voc vocational aspect of learning, mm -hmm. if that if that makes any sense. Yeah. So my parents saw this and they encouraged me to, not encouraged me, they told me I was going to uh, um, a, a tech center, essentially. Yeah. And they gave me a pamphlet and I looked through it and saw, you know, cosmetology and welding and all these kind of things and immediately went to culinary because you know i thought that i was just going to be you know miss a half day of school and and cook cinnabons for the, the entire day you know it was it was great i was like this is which wouldn't be bad amazing. no no it didn't sound it didn't sound shitty at all 
Um, but what ended up happening was that, you know, I ended up, you know, learning, you know, the five mother sauces. I, I ended up learning, you know, how to tournay and and how to small dice and julienne and, you know, all these different things and, and how to make all these stocks and and ended up falling in love with with culinary. Um, so I ended up, you know, working at this fine dining Italian restaurant. Um, by the time I was 17, they ended up putting me on grill line, flipping steaks and swordfish. Um, and then from there, you know, I decided that, you know, I want to go to culinary school, but, you know, didn't want to necessarily major in culinary. Um, you know, I, I had worked in a kitchen and, you know, anyone who, who works in a kitchen, um, I fully uh, commend and respect because it takes a certain type of person to be able to to be able to you know withstand all of those those woes that come with that yeah, right yeah. um and you know i just wasn't cut from that cloth <laughs> um so you know i ended up majoring in you know food and beverage management and you know i ended up you know um when i was 18 ended up pouring out this you know wine tasting event and and poured a chat nifty pop oh, <laughs> yeah oh, oh, oh. and at the time i was like a chat nifty what man like what the hell you just call me bro <laughs> and you know he eventually you know explained you know chat you know a translates to be you know essentially you know the castle of the pope and you know the pope used to go to you know this castle and and it was in the southwest region of france and you know gsm and i tasted it and 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 hearing the story of you know chatteneuf i i was just like completely enthralled yeah um so from there because i was at culinary school I was able to go to different um, immersion trips that uh, was a part of the food and beverage uh, 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 club, if you will. Um, so I was in Michigan at the time and, you know, we went up to Traverse City and I got to see, you know, different producers making, you know, Cabernet Franc and Bluff Francish and and Riesling. And, and you know, just like really just like, again, just invigorated me. Yeah. And and that's when I was really just like, OK, this is this is the path for me. Yeah. Right. Um, and, you know, at the time it was it was so interesting because, you know, there was no one that looked like me at all yeah. in the industry yeah. at all. Um, you know, we were talking about it before. Um, you know, this is this is really, you know, my first well, first, but really second time to New York. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the first time was when I was 21. I had just passed my my psalm exam, um, started working for this distributor, small distributor in Michigan. And we represented um, Jenny and Francois and they had a portfolio tasting in New York. And I came out here for like a day and a half for the portfolio tasting, which was amazing, super dope. Um, but that was the last time and only time that I was in New York other than right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome back. It's one of my favorite cities on earth. So. Absolutely. Uh, no, so I completely funny. get it. I love how you're coming from the West Coast. I'm coming up from North Carolina. And the best place for us to meet is at a corner park ish in the middle of New York. <laughs> so uh, for those of you listening right now, uh, well, you're not going to be listening later. You're listening when you're listening. Uh, you might hear some people. You might hear some noises. We're literally doing this on a street corner <laughs> because it's New York. And we thought this would be great. And we did test the sound. So we're very hopeful. Um, but anyway, so that's it's it's great. I, I didn't even point that out at the beginning. We're at New York. We're in New York for your second trip. Um, and I want to do- talk about that, but I want to go somewhere else first. Yeah. Uh, so you were you talked about two things in particular. One, you didn't know things at the beginning. So the, you weren't like born with the knowledge of Chef Neuf or anything. So you you took the opportunity to educate, but you also saw something or for better way to describe it, you didn't see something. You didn't see yourself mm. in the industry. And one of the things I always like to talk about is a very broad um, thought around inclusion and receptivity to new minds and palates to the wine world. But um, you, you've you lived it. You've breathed it. You've uh, you've been a part of it. And that is one of your missions, uh, as I understand it, in the wine world is to uh 
bring more people to the literal and figurative table. Can you talk about what does that mean and how absolutely. do you do it? Absolutely. You know, you know, I've been doing this work alongside, you know, amazing people, other people in the industry, um, like Julia Coney, um, like Tahira, like Carlton McCoy, um, like, I mean, like so many others mm-hmm. um, who have been, you know, doing this work of really trying to, one, educate ourselves, um, but also bring others that look like us to the industry that mm-hmm. has never really um, fully accepted us, yeah. right? Um, but that work comes with, one just education right mm-hmm. and 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 making it and, and that comes through educating in a way that will be receptive to those uh who you want that to be received by yeah. right um you so you know not everyone is you know super receptive to you know this hoity toady um you know super exclusive um feeling that comes or that has been looked at with the wine industry right Mm -hmm. um the purpose of it is to you know of course make things more accessible and approachable Mm -hmm. um and you know that work for me started first through the the avenue and lane of food Mm -hmm. right you know when i was in culinary school you know there was of course i like i said i was a food and beverage major so there was you know this 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 classic tension between the front of the house and back of the house Mm -hmm. right so you had you know the, the 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 students who were um, you know, training to be chefs and in and, and actual culinary school. And then you had the food and beverage um, students. So um, for me, I had to, in order to keep up my chops and, you know, gain the respect of my 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 peers uh, yeah. who were in culinary, you know, I had to like, I loved still working in the kitchen mm-hmm. and continuing to, you know, do that. Um, so with that, um, you know, I, I I ended up, you know, creating a class that was called the history of food and regional culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and essentially what that was, was, you know, I was at the time, in Muskegon, uh, particularly Muskegon Heights. Um, so this is West Michigan. Um, and this class essentially taught black kids, um, kids that look like me, um, different foods of the region. So each week we'd focus on a different region, highlighting uh, their food, um, uh, the music, and just their overall culture. Um, and, and just really trying to make this, you know, accessible for kids who may not have even thought about going to regions like Umbria yeah. or even going to, you know, even even um, even New Orleans. Right. You know, a lot of these kids, you know, live in Michigan and, and Chicago and have never even seen like Michigan, yeah. which is crazy because yeah. it's like literally, you know, five miles away, 10 yeah. miles away. So, you know, really being able to pique their interest through um, the understanding of food first Mm -hmm. um and and then from there they'll be able to see that and you know maybe want to go to these places so that 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 piece of inclusion and inclusivity for me at least through actionary things really started there um uh and then of course as as i of course educated myself more and then learned more and more about wine and 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 began to you know really dive into the industry and profession um that 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 yearning for teaching and also of course learning myself um started to kind of shift and and mold to include not only food but also wine as as a culture because these are things that are so integral and, and so connected right mm-hmm. um and I, for me um it, it starts with food first yeah right um and 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 then okay you can introduce you know wine and, and understanding you know people's reasoning and, and of their their regions and, mm-hmm. and and their whys behind you know why they you know pair this 
food with that wine or pair this um, food with that beer or pair this food with whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, understanding regionality and and with that understanding, you're able to understand just people more as as people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it's so important um, for uh, for understanding and, and for, you know, all the things. Yeah. No, I, well, so I, I love that. I mean, I, I, there's always a point. Sorry, that was super long way. No, no, there's always a point in these interviews where I'm like, I don't want to say anything anymore because that was great. <laughs> no. uh, but that really was, but you know, it, and again, I like, I never script these, you know, we're, we chatted a few minutes right. before, but what I got out of that and what I, what I think is so important for so many things in life beyond even just food and wine, but for the purpose of this conversation you connect it sounds like you're connecting people with something that they, they can see they can feel like a true tangible thing that's in right. front of them already a, a plate of food right you know and starting there and saying now let me let me bring you along with me through this journey to connect you to a part of your culture that you know exists but maybe don't understand the culinary element of it or something but it's it's all fundamental foundational things you're not saying go to umbria and we'll chat when you get brat right. back it's, <laughs> it's very much like a real like this is this is what we have in front of us and this is where it can take you right and, and then what you're doing as i hear it is bringing them you're, yeah. you're carrying them along you're sort of that sort of the uh research type of teacher <laughs> where it's like you're not just telling them what to do you're you're building the foundation so that the education elevates right absolutely absolutely it's so important man it's it's so important that we we continue to teach this and include uh those who have been excluded because they just haven't and it's not that they didn't want to be in uh not included it's yeah. just they didn't have access to it or didn't even know that it existed yeah. right um, so understanding that you 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 don't know what you don't know. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and, and really being able to pique people's interest and, and, and really being able to um, show them the things that I've been blessed to see, especially within this past, you know, three years since I've been at Wade Sellers. Mm -hmm. Right. It's been it's been so crazy um the the amount of of knowledge that i've been able to gain and 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 understanding that i know i don't know shit yeah, <laughs> you know what i mean right. like i mean i obviously know things but you know being around so many incredible people like yourself or or even being with people like you know carlton mccoy or andre mack or you know so many different legends within the industry that are just who i've looked up to in my entire life and and that and had never even thought about you know meeting in person right um and 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 just learning so much has just been or even Dwayne, right? Yeah. Dwayne Wade. Um, you know, it's 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 incredible to see um people's willingness to be able to teach mm -hmm. if you just ask. Yes. Right. And and being able to really, you know, take that shot and just willingness to learn. Yes. That's my favorite theme that I get out of all of this. And I I've been lucky enough over even just with the recording, but just in life since I've really entered the wine space where I've yet to have someone say no. Just like yeah. I'm not gonna answer that question. Now timing wise somebody may say not right now yeah if it's a big ask but if it's like where the hell is umbria right like i luckily know or at least i'm gonna act like i do right now right, so, right. but but there's I, that's so uh for those of you that have listened to the intro episode ignore me for a second those who haven't the, one of the reasons for wine connoisseurs rex the name it's funny it's weird you can't even spell it that's the whole point is like it creates this thing that's so excessively inaccessible in some right. respects where People are afraid to talk to the connoisseur. They short arm it. They T-Rex it a right, little bit. Right. When in reality, the connoisseur wants to talk about it. They're, yeah. they're the expert. They're the pro. They're the 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 brains behind it because they want to help. But they also want to keep learning. Right. And what I said this to someone the other day. What I love about wine more than almost any topic on earth is it's impossible to know everything. Mm. You cannot be the world's greatest winemaker 
and the greatest sommelier right. and the greatest distributor right. and the greatest geographer. <laughs> you can't be the best at everything. Yeah. So you have to kind of pick and go right. and educate where you know and learn where you don't. Right. Exactly. And so, it, it, but you're just doing that with like so much stuff, which is so <laughs> cool. Uh, but Oh, it, I was just about to say, yeah, you know, my position is very um, I'm very lucky to be in my position, right, mm -hmm. to being able to be able to touch, you know, so many different aspects of the industry. And, and and also, you know, even prior to this role, you know, working in restaurants, working in distribution, working in retail, um, mm -hmm. now working for the producer, which is amazing in its own right. But even within this role that I have now, being able to, you know, see kind of all aspects that I've learned previously and and being able to apply and also just continue to learn and grow mm -hmm. and and build so many amazing relationships not only throughout the nation but you know throughout the world yeah. right um yeah, yeah <laughs> it's it's been it's great <laughs> it doesn't suck <laughs> uh well so i want to touch on why you're here because as much as i'd love this to be like the george and edward take new york visit, <laughs> uh so george is here with weight sellers for and i don't want to like completely break down the marketing to each syllable per se right. but it's called when we gather right and i look at I, when i hear that it is the most inclusive statement because it's when not if or like what or where it, right. it's we're going to yeah and then it's a we there's not like a we if we look a certain way or we spend a certain amount or do mm -hmm. anything uh and then gather and when you think about gathering it's like a harvest it's bringing it all together there's right. not it's not like a full-blown invitation it's, right it's we're going to capture it all. Yeah. And yeah. This, this year two of this, this tour. Yes. Uh, so talk about like, why is that Wade Sellers? Yeah. Story. Yeah. It's, it's so, it, oh man, this, this tour has been so it's taken off so much. Um, and, and we're so thankful, um, you know, but it really comes down to our core ethos, mm -hmm. right? Um, when Dwayne started this, this project, you know, his, his, first mission was to make wine help make wine more accessible yeah. right um and 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 be a, a leader and a pioneer and a conduit of all the things that embody um uh, uh inclusivity mm -hmm. right for everyone um and and what that looks like is you know uh Dwayne typically has these you know amazing dinners at his house um and um they're in there they have so many like as you could imagine incredible people at the dinner table and and conversations not only just at that dinner table but any dinner table across the world mm -hmm. right what happens is when you break bread is you're able to um have conversation you're able you're able to understand people better um and and where they come from and and understand their why and their how and mm -hmm. and, and 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 barriers that normally would be up i don't care if you're Democrat. I don't care if you're a Republican. I don't care if you're gay. I don't care if you're straight. I don't mm -hmm. care if you're, you know, non-binary, whatever it may be. But when you sit at that dinner table, we all eat, right? right. We we all do the same, this very same simplistic um uh uh, uh movement. Yeah. Um and 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 be able to um sit down with one another and and do this uh this this ritual that we have is is so basic um that it's it's that we kind of overlook that, yeah. right? We we overlook, you know, in places like New York where you can go on any street corner and grab a uh, bacon, egg and cheese. I grabbed one this morning. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's but, but we forget, you know, the importance of being able to sit down at, at a dinner table um, and, and just kind of break bread. And and that's the ethos that we wanted to embody with with when we gather. Right. Mm -hmm. um, being able to highlight 
um, you know, minority owned businesses um, uh, and, and, and restaurants um, that exemplify excellence within their their field. Right. Um, you know, last year's um, when we gather, we were able to have an incredible roster, mm-hmm. um, including people like Chef um, uh, uh, Chef BJ Dennis, who's out of uh, Charleston, South Carolina. Mm-hmm amazing representing you know the Gullah culture Gullah Geechee culture um we had um chef Eric Williams um James Beard award winner on in Chicago um with his restaurant Virtue um we had um amazing chefs um uh chef um oh goodness why am I um so many different amazing chefs um but this year has exploded even more I mean we've more than tripled the amount of uh events that we have um, throughout the country. Um, so, you know, we're hitting New York finally. Um, we're hitting uh, Chicago again. We're hitting Atlanta. We're hitting, you know, Arizona. Um, mm-hmm. With so, again, so many different amazing Psalms um, and even, uh, and, and also chefs. Mm-hmm. Um, so really embodying this, 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 this ethos of, of coming together in unity and celebrating, you know, what our culture is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so many times, you know, blackness is looked at like a monolith mm-hmm. and, and, and and what we wanted to do was really be able to show the uniqueness of so many different, so many different people's, so many uh, people's different cultures, right? Mm-hmm. Within even blackness, right? Mm-hmm. So you have these um, diasporas, if you will, uh, within that. So, you know, of course, you know, Chef BJ Dennis representing, you know, the Gullah Geechee culture. You have Chef Eric Williams representing um, the deep south of of, of, of the African-American culture mm-hmm. um, and, and so many different things um, within that, right? And, and, and we wanted to be able to celebrate that. So that's why, one of the reasons why I'm here in New York, um, also working with our distribution partner, um, T. Edwards, amazing portfolio. Um, so I'm hitting the streets with them uh, while, I'm, uh, while I'm here this week. But it's it's been incredible. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, it's, this is great. So uh, I, I want to wrap with two things. One, because I want to make sure we don't finish with it. So those of you that have had Wade Sellers wine, you know, it's great. I've had it. I'm lucky enough. To, I love it. I love it. Uh, oh, yeah. But usually I'm sipping on a glass of wine, but we're on a street corner in New York and it's you know, 11 in the morning. Um, but if you can get your hands on it, so there's four wines you got to pick up. Um, and I'm not going to list them in any particular order based on preference, but the rosé is fucking killer. <laughs> I love it. Uh, new new vintage just hit the market. Uh, Shannon Blanc, which I love California. I love Shannon. Yes, it's like yes, my jam. And yes. uh, for those that listen to, I did a March Madness challenge. Oh, nice. It was Shannon versus Cab in the finals. I love that. I was that. like, how did Shannon yes. make it this Cab was? But it was for great. Sure, for sure. Um, so there's a Shannon, then there's a California Cab. Beautiful, uh, medium plus body, just super fun, uh, approachable cab. And then there's the killer Oakville juice. Yeah. The Wade. It is Wade. It says Wade. It's like, <laughs> we're not fucking around. This is Wade uh, Oakville cab. Yes. So you can get them all on the Wade Sellers website. Correct. Um, you can get them from local shops. You can, I went on wine.com is out of stock right now, but mm. they will be back in stock. Yeah. I'm sure. Um, but you can check them out online, but it's like 20 bucks a bottle on the website. Right. It's great. Right. You can get some cool like bucket hats. Yes. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> multi-bottle packages. So definitely uh, check them out. I'm going to incorporate it into a tasting in the next few months. We love it, Which will be great. I oh, can't yeah. wait. Um, so I've talked about that wine. Now, more importantly, I want to, I always love to wrap up with, so what is your, what's the wine? What's mm. like the, you can either do the wine that did it for you or the wine that like you'll die a happy man if you ever get to sip it. Yeah. I mean, it, it's happened a couple of times. You know, obviously my aha wine was um, Chat Nifty Pop. Mm-hmm. I, I wish I could remember the producer. I didn't know enough then to 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 really dive that deep. You didn't steam the label off? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> 
but now you know um right now it's uh my my second aha wine was it it kind of re um imagined what sauvignon blanc was mm. for me and that was francois clotat okay um and you know that really i mean i i thought friends i mean i thought sauvignon blanc before was you know super grapefruity um tons of like juniper berry all that kind of jazz um and just super grassy that i i mean i didn't really that wasn't really for me i like something that's a little bit more savory something that's a little bit more lean something that has a little bit more minerality and and body and weight um uh, and then i had the francois cotard 2017 and it completely blew my mind um another producer that i really love um is i I just love the war valley in general um like i love um, uh, produces like Nicholas Jolie, right? Yeah. Like I'm a Shannon freak as well, you know. I love Domain Huey. Like those Yo, are those are my those are my yeah. guys, you know. That's my thing, and I think Shannon doesn't get um uh uh a good enough rap, mm-hmm. right? Especially in California, because yeah. you know a lot of people don't realize, but like you know, I mean, you know, but Shannon Blanc used to be one of the most widely planted grapes in California, even before Chardonnay and Cabernet Sauvignon. Yeah. Um, and and now you're seeing so many amazing producers kind of bring this bring this back to life and it's kind of having this resurgence that you know i really love um you know shannon for me is is i i like to describe myself as kind of like a shen just because <laughs> shen's kind of like a chameleon grape right it yeah. can kind of do all things be you know mad sweet be dry be still be sparkling oh. kind of do the whole the whole gambit yes. um and um i love to see people's iteration and their interpretation of it um, you know, in their little piece of the corner of the world. Yes. So, um, yeah, those I would say those three um, are my my favorites. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I love it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thanks, <Gosh. man. laughs> yeah, that is so great. Yeah. So <laughs> I try to do that so I can also introduce some people to things. And I've got dust. I, so I was talking to Dustin the other day. His was like a half million dollar bottle of wine. Would be like a dream. I was like, All right, cool. So uh, amazing. Let's, I love let's it. figure it out. Let's track it down. <laughs> right. Maybe it's right. Be on sale on last bottle. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, all right. But we're going to wrap it up. We both have meetings to head off to yours is uh, an awesome meeting in the market. And yes. I get to go have lunch with an old college roommate. So oh, that's awesome. We'll both have a great afternoon. Mine will probably involve a little beer. Or wine lunch. <laughs> uh, but George, thank you so much for being on. Man, uh, thank you so much. World. Uh, thank you for taking. I know you're busy. So thank you for taking the time. And uh, for those that listen to the intro, it's great. Dig deeper. The whole story of George Walker III. By the way, I'm a third too. So I have to. Oh, I love it. it. Yes. Yes. Trey. Uh, Trey love it. The story behind George is amazing. Uh, you know, just committed. I mean, even just look up what WC stands for as his initials. I, I could go on another podcast. I just, I just think it's badass. Um, but anyway, dig, dig into all of it. Um, understand this man's journey. Uh, he is he is bringing voice to a space that needs it. Uh, support Wade Sellers. Support anything George does. Really, watch Sparkler <laughs> season one. I don't know if you're in season. Are you in season two? Are we live? Yes. Uh, yes. Sorry, it's coming out. Well, 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 you know now. Yeah. <laughs> I will edit that out if I have to. Anyway, uh, check it all out. George's man. Thank you so much. Thank wow. You. No, thank you so much for having me. This is amazing, brother. This like is cool. this is so dope. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. Love you. Yeah, I love <laughs> you, man. This is great. Well, thanks for listening. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and YouTube at Psalm underscore four underscore the underscore day and Twitter and Facebook with fewer underscores, but plenty of fun content. And also, whenever you want to have the most fun, super custom, unfancy or fancy wine experience, be sure to give me a call. I'll make you the Psalm for the day. Cheers. Rawr.